so we've got sort of 16 17 year olds who are now looking at right where am i going to go to university can i get a scholarship who do you guys got for the world cup england of course England. It has to be. Yeah. Any, other an- any, <laughs> any other answers hey, wrong? Hey, I got to represent Canada. Yeah, I mean Canada is a strong women's team, so we got a good team. Let's see. I think it's going to be it's going to be really competitive. I think this is going to be the most competitive women's World Cup we've seen, and uh, I'm excited to watch the action. But definitely, it's got to be England. I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> I think it was a total fluke. I'm um, sure you're doing yourself a disservice here. No, God, thank you for the belief and the positivity. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely better at talking about football and like sort of the business of football than actually playing it. Hey guys, welcome back to the So Close Sovar podcast powered by the YFL. Sohel Var here with Ben and Josh from Activity. And today we've got a special guest. It is one of the co-founders of Onyx FC, the first fully female-owned club here in the UAE, Georgia Adderley. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Absolute pleasure. Excited to be here in this very cool studio. Lots of sporting goods around. So excited for. And we have put a lot of effort into it, dress it up, but um, it's part of the experience, obviously. We're missing one piece, I think, the Onyx top. Yeah, uh, true. If yeah. you can sort us out after the fact, we yeah, can do that. Yeah, I've got a few contacts. Yeah. We'll try and get one for you. <laughs> we played football like a week and a half ago. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but I put her to the nope. test. I needed to test her football skills. So it was Georgia up against Lauren who is also one of the co-founders. And Lawrence played at the highest levels of football. And um, what did we do? We did free kicks, PKs, dribbling, speed. Touch. And touch, right? Nice. (laughs) And you did quite good. Surprisingly, yes, because I'm actually not a footballer. Uh, I only started to play football when I moved to Dubai, so only a few years. But I I was quite surprised at myself, actually. Maybe because the camera was there, I was better. I don't know. Whereabouts was that? This was at ISD Dubai. Okay, nice, Yeah. yeah. And I, she didn't even know. She thought she was coming to do a YouTube video just talking. And then I said, hey, we're going to put you to the test today. So what was your strengths? Where did you excel? Which category? Well, I'm, I'm quite quick. Nice. So I won the speed test. Um, I'm just not a natural footballer because I never played as a kid. So I think I won I won the speed and maybe the, the penalties. You I don't, got the penalties. That was surprising. That's very shocking, yeah, honestly. She had some good finishes on target. Did you take part as well? No. Oh. No, I was the host. Okay, I, the host. I thought you might set the standard. <laughs> no, if you wanted setting the standard, you would have called Bakri Sanya and oh, yeah, take yeah, his place again. <laughs> but it was close, actually. I think Lauren went up 2-0, and then you made a comeback. Yeah. 2-2, but then Lauren took it. Is that footage out? It'll be out this week. Oh, Very okay. soon. Dropping yes. soon. Dropping okay. soon. I mean, Lauren is an incredible footballer, so I really yeah. don't think I should have been that close at all. I think it was a total fluke. I'm um, sure you're doing yourself a disservice here. No, God, thank you for the belief and the positivity. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely better at talking about football and like, sort of the business of football than actually playing it. But uh, it's a sport that I love absolutely, and I'm still learning. So I've got some great coaches at Onyx. So uh, yeah, we'll see how we go, see if we can get any improvement there. That's yeah. brilliant. I find that super cool too, how you just started football. Like you've never really played it and it just goes to show to at onyx they welcome we'll get into onyx a lot more but they welcome any skill level and georgia like you've just started playing a while ago and with coaches like lauren you've developed your skill really really quick so i think that's a very good positive message for anybody out there who wants to get into football who wants to join onyx fc or any club really like you can get into it at any age and and you can develop your skills 
Yeah, I mean, that's what we're all about, honestly, is if you've never kicked football before or you've played at the highest level, we've got a, a space for you. So we have four teams at Onyx, all different abilities. We also just have social sessions. So if you want to come along, make some friends, uh, just kick a ball about, we have that as well. So we really are welcoming to all. We've got all abilities and, and that's something that's really important to us. And what ages are you currently working with at Onyx? So our youngest girl is four. Uh, she's absolutely adorable. The football is almost as big as her, to be fair. <laughs> and our oldest is, I hope she won't mind me saying this, she's she 48. Does, uh, 48. We'll bleep that off if she, uh, she doesn't like it. Wow. But That's yeah, so I mean, we don't, we don't stop at 48. If anybody 48 and above wants to join, we're open to that as well. Well, she'll be 49 soon, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep pushing. But yeah, honestly, anybody is welcome to join any any female. So we've got a real mix. We've got some mums who've got little boys who are really into football, so they want to get into it. And they're sort of like in their, you know, 40s and they just want to try something new, uh, which obviously I really respect that trying something new later on in life. So that's fantastic. And then we have obviously younger girls who absolutely love football, football mad and just really trying to learn and progress and be the best they can be. So we're welcoming to everyone. So looking outside of Dubai, first of all, obviously there's been a lot of coverage over the female game. England won the Euros recently. There's obviously the World Cup in New Zealand, Australia, I believe, coming yep. up soon. So there's a lot of talk and now's the moment to capitalise on it. So, I mean, when did Onyx start, first of all? And are you finding that, you know, that coverage and, and that passion is, is being built up here? Yeah, so we, we started in 2021. Uh, we all came together as four females, four friends who actually met through football. Uh, so the football, women's football scene here is slowly growing. It has been for the last few years, but we really saw a gap for a women's only club uh, that was run by women, coached by women, and really was more of a female community. So that was kind of the idea behind Onyx. And even the, the World Cup that was in Qatar last year, um, we just saw a real increase in women's interest in the game as well and, and girls' interest in the game. So we did see an uptake after that as well. We were involved with Adidas down at the um, FIFA Fan Zone on Dubai Harbour. So it was fantastic. They had like a mini 3v3 football pitch down there. We did activations. People from the, the crowd could come and join in. So that was great to connect with people, especially more women getting them into the game. So we definitely saw an increase in that. And obviously I'm English, so I was was very pleased that the lionesses won the euros uh last 100%, summer yeah, for sure we were watching that as well weren't we yeah 100 so good i think that that whole tournament did great things for women's football across the world even you know in this region it really inspired a lot of women and girls and we do have the women's world cup coming up in the summer so i don't think unfortunately too many people from too many countries from this region qualified perhaps morocco i think is the only one but already, you know, there's so many expats in Dubai and the UAE. So they're all getting behind different teams and supporting different teams. So, yes, the interest has definitely increased there. Yeah, I think that's really cool that you guys are providing a platform for any ages, any skill level. Like I just got to Dubai pretty recently, but ever since I've been here, I haven't seen too much of women's football out here. It's mainly been men's football. So it's really cool that you guys are providing opportunities for players because I think a lot of players, the friction point for them getting into the game is uh, they're either like a bit too pressured to maybe like the skill level might be too high or it's just pretty simply like the opportunity isn't there yeah. for them to like go out and even do like a social 
on the Saturdays or Sundays that you guys have, right? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's just providing that opportunity. And for us, it's been all about consistency. So when we started at the beginning, maybe we'd have three or four players turn up, but we still did that session. And a lot of times a loss to us as a club, but we did it because the passion was there. And we knew that if we continually did something, then people would eventually come. And now, yeah, we're, we're fully fledged every Saturday morning. We have um, social games day. So it's literally people pay 30 dirhams. They come come along and they play a football game and then on Mondays we have social sessions which are more of like a training session working on specific skills and again that's all levels so we've got it's great because we really have beginners playing with girls who've played at top level maybe in the UK or their home countries and bringing that experience uh, on a social level and for people to make friends you know UAE is full of expats and as well as Emiratis we have a lot of Emiratis who come together with with uh, other expats and build that community, make some friends, we have socials, we do hikes, we do, you know, beach days, all that type of stuff That's as amazing. well. Yeah, touching on opportunities as well, because I mean, looking about when me and Josh grew up here, uh, we've been here, obviously born and raised here. I think if we look at our family in particular, we got this three boys and one girl. Our sister always almost kind of fell out of maybe doing a few sports because she was always having to integrate with boys teams and boys football, let's say. So I think it's really good having an all-girl setup, so they don't have that pressure of having to, you know, justify themselves or having to, you know, mix in with the boys to yeah, prove themselves. Yeah, and I think it's just giving that opportunity. If the opportunity is there, most times young girls will take it, and it's great to see that these men's clubs are sort of adding on women's arms to the club, and you know, having those girls' academies there. And but for us, it's always been there at the heart of what we do is just really pushing the women's game with a focus on that. We don't try to know everything about you know men's football and the men's setup. We just focus on really what we know and just providing that opportunity for girls and women to enjoy the game. So you've got, obviously we touched on the community side of thing, but you've got all the steps of the ladder right now up until your women's team who are competing uh, at the in the UAE Women's League 11 aside format. Yeah. What's that experience been like for, for the younger players going into that team? Because I can imagine in your first team, for example, your women's team, you might have the, a 48-year-old, you might have some ex-professionals, but also from my experience, I know I've worked with some players who've gone on to Onyx and thrived in the 11 aside format but they're 14, 15, 16 years old. So what's that balance like in the in the higher squads? Yeah, so we provide the full pathway from really from the girls' academy up to our top team. So our top team plays in the UAE Football Association League. I only started a year or so ago, so it's still very new here. Um, and the FA are doing a fantastic job to really put some focus onto women's football, which is great for us to see. So we compete at that really top level. They have actually two leagues, an A-League and a B-League. We have a team in both. Obviously, the A-League is the most competitive. Uh, it's it's um, definitely the highest standard. And having those girls there who are sort of 15, 16, 17, pushing through into that women's team, and really, you'll know they've got so much passion they've got so much energy they're very young and fit as well they're very athletic they're very intense athletic. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, which obviously uh, they can run circles around a lot of us but to have that sort of thrive and like passion there uh, partnered with our girls who have played at a really top level uh, got sort of international experiences is a great partnership and is a great learning experience for those sort of teenagers who really want to go on and, and play in the professional game because that's one thing I, I find that a lot of the setups out here like you said there are Academies who've established themselves mainly for the male participation, but have branches off into the the women's squads, they will finish typically at under 18s. But you offer a, a platform after that where under 18s can then go and play 
with the likes of ex-professionals and people with international experience and they're they're things that you can't often get anywhere else there so i think you know examples that i can draw on people have finished at the club i was at finished at under 18s gone on to onyx but also that set them up for scholarships or for uni applications whatever else so i think a lot of it people can be indebted to the experience they get with playing with older players with more experience yeah, definitely. And that's what we want to provide. You know, we, we will never, ever hold a player back. The whole idea and, and sort of passion for us is making that individual the best they can be. So we've got sort of 16, 17 year olds who are now looking at, right, where am I going to go to university? Can I get a scholarship? Can I do some sort of football academy, maybe in the UK, in the States, in Canada, which we've had in the last couple of years, even just since we've started. So for us, yeah, we'd like to use our connections in the UK. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of connections at some of the women's clubs there. So using that to support them on their journey is is something that we're really passionate about and of course having that playing experience here at that top level is only going to help that as well is your ambition to get into that first team as well I think I've, it's, it's a bit past it for me, to be honest. How um, can you say that? I don't think so. Well, look, I'm 29. I only started playing football a few years ago and I was actually a hockey player. So oh, really? it's, it's sort of the same number of players, similar size pitch, but in hockey, the ball can't touch your feet. Yeah. So small, <laughs> sure, okay. small thing there. There is that. Uh, so yeah, so I'm still learning myself. So I just play socially in one of our social teams and I'm happy with that for now. It's, it's a great way to make friends and, and stay fit and healthy and just enjoy uh enjoy sport because i love sport um i don't know if you guys follow me on instagram but i play many different sports i'm kind of like a jack of all trades for sports so yeah i'm currently learning golf as well which oh, is nice. um, oh, really good. i've learned is the world's most frustrating sport um if you've ever tried it yeah. but for me i'm just all about female empowerment and i'm the, the job that i work in i saw a lot of business deals were being done on the golf course and i thought well, I don't want to miss out on a, a business deal for a sport that I could probably learn. So, uh, so yeah, it's a work in progress. But yeah, same with football. We'll, we'll keep trying. It's a good balance, obviously, having that team sport for the social elements to it, but also that UVU approach and that mental side that golf brings as well. So I think I always encourage players, young players, parents ask, you know, what's the best thing to do? Have that balance because there's so many skill sets you can yeah. develop from both from the team sport and the individual sport. So, so yeah, absolutely key. By the way, your top team at Onyx is very good very good you guys tied against the best team in the women's uae league right which is yeah. from abu dhabi yeah so there's only one professional team uh, at the moment in the uae for women and that's abu dhabi country club so they obviously have the backing uh, it's, it's a pro team their players are paid uh, to play we're obviously not quite there yet at that stage but we did draw with them uh, in the last game and we are really pushing for that that competitive level and but anything that can you know support the growth of women's football we're here for it so we will obviously support more more yeah. paid clubs and hopefully we'll be competing with them at that top level but we're doing pretty well i think we're maybe second or third in the in the top league at the moment we'll see how That's it good. goes the rest of the season how many games left this season do you think i think there's maybe three or four games left which okay. we're trying to get in before ramadan starts so. and by the way you play them again right in march so we'll have to go out and support is that a home or away fixture I think it's a home fixture, so it'll be at the UAE Football Association. We'll so we'll, we'll let you guys I know. I love it down there. Three kits, give us three kits. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you some purple pom poms. So you're absolutely yeah. Yeah. look good in purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just drawing on my experience, um, I think my under 18s at the time, just drawing back to when I was coaching, we played Abu Dhabi, uh, Abu Dhabi Country Club actually. It was an under 18 setup at the time, and a lot of my squad was made up of 2004 and 5 ones. This was 2019, 20, I think it was. And it was just when 11-a-side football was being brought out for the girls. So that's why, why I was talking about under-18s. You might have had a 13-year-old, a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old. It was just a mixed bag. But we played Abu Dhabi Country Club 
at one of our school locations. We won 4-0 actually that season. I don't want to talk about that squad, but if we're talking about girls football, I think we played seven games. Guess how many goals we scored in seven games? Going from Emirates to Emirates, played in Fajira, uh, Alain and everything like that. Big stadiums, 12,000-seater stadium in Alain. Wow. Seven games. Seven games. How many goals did we score? We, the girls. <laughs> I'm going to go high. Go on. 34. That is high. That's ben? very high. <laughs> I was at one of the games, or a couple of the games, and I remember one of them was probably half of the, that amount there <laughs> no. I think I'm going to say it was 50 something okay Georgia well, well my guess has been thrown off now yeah. by that no. I don't know if this is a good or bad advert for football at the time but obviously that's why the importance of standardising the league system out here is so important but I'll give you a clue it's more than 50 whatever you said it was oh yeah. wow take yeah. a guess uh, let's go Trent Alexander-Arnold 66 ah 60 oh, and we bad. conceded two <laughs> yeah, conceded wow. to goal difference of 58. And you'll know this player. Um, hope she doesn't mind me saying her name, Amelia, because she, she played under me for many years and then obviously went to Onyx and flourished there. Um, I think she scored p- potentially 20 of those goals. Wow. Frightening. That's what we're talking about in terms of the athleticism and that intensity and that energy that, you know, the younger girls can bring into that squad. Um, yeah, it's amazing for the balance. But yeah, obviously amazing. But we talked about off air about having someone who's dedicated and focused about just the women's programme. I remember yourself, you talked about Amelia just there and you were doing off your own back, researching, going on LinkedIn, connecting with national team coaches as well, setting up trials for your players as well. Yep. So just to give them those opportunities internationally or just to go abroad and try different things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just came out the worst time ever because of COVID. Uh, obviously, no one could have seen, uh, foreseen those circumstances, but there was an opportunity for her to have trials with New Zealand um, national team. Um, but that's that's the talent that we've got out here and it was often overlooked until again Onyx FC came onto the scene so um, yeah I was even looking up stats before Dubai no, UAE sorry has got around 10 million people 30% of which is um, female so you have to think there's hundreds and th- now probably thousands of boys academies just popping up left right and centre you go on social media and another one's just been created why wasn't there a setup you know afforded you know for all the girls so that's why I think you're in an amazing position right now as a, a female-only-led club to, to capitalise on that, 100%. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what you said. It, it's hard work. <laughs> it's uh, Women's football, you know, not everybody's interested in it, fair enough. Uh, I got a lot of hate recently on social media for posting about the Women's World Cup this why is summer. That? I honestly don't know. I think people just maybe don't care, don't interested, which is, you know, completely fine. If, if you're not interested, that's up to you. There's, I love sport and there's many sports I'm not interested in but for me I just scroll past don't feel the need to uh, comment but not everybody feels that way but I do think because there's sort of but more barriers there with women's football it's it's harder work so we've definitely put in a lot of effort and a lot of hours and and continually every day for us is, is a big focus and a big push it's not necessarily easy but we do it because we've got the passion there and we we genuinely believe in what we're doing and we believe in providing that opportunity for players players like Amelia who like you said uh, is a fantastic player and she's definitely got a strong career ahead of her definitely in a, in a top team she's going to university next year yeah. so uh, we'll be sad to see her go from our first team but yeah just providing those opportunities and it's tough it's hard work and but the interest is there for women's football and 
from you know from players who are interested to play from people maybe inspired by the Euros last year who actually want to watch the game as well they've seen that the standard of women's football has really improved in the last few years so it's maybe not as slow as uh, it once was in comparison to men's football so re- seeing that high sort of standard high level of playing is is interesting for people so but it's hard work <laughs> I think one interesting thing and it and it goes it goes back to all the international football that we're being captivated by right now I saw that in 2009 I think it was it was the first time that the club world cup for female football was hosted in UAE 2009 Barcelona go on to win that it was their first title in their their history after that no coincidence shortly the UAE national team was founded for the women's side sorry in 2010 and they go on to the first international tournament so it just shows you the what can happen after you know the the passion and you know the attention that comes around the international tournaments but in terms of the international side what brought you to Dubai in the first place so for me personally uh, I've lived here for eight years and I was really wanted to live in the sunshine to be honest with you I graduated uni I was like where can I go to that's that's sunny and does my job so I work in PR and marketing and I initially wanted to go to LA you know you see it in the movies I was like I'm gonna live in LA with the palm trees and then my mum said why don't you just go somewhere that you've been before and that you know we know it quite well why don't you go to Dubai so I came for a six-month internship and I never left so I'm here eight years later still working in in PR and and then obviously building Onyx the last few years has been like a real passion project and something that um, I'm really hopeful for and, and really great to see it growing here in the UAE. Perfect in terms of PR is specifically in the sports industry as well or have you done PR for other uh, other industries as well? So I work across different industries. Uh, I do have experience in sports, but also hospitality. You know, there's so many hotels here, um, hospitality, fashion, tech. So I'm kind of a busy person. I like to be working across lots of different things. Um, I wouldn't like to be just sort of standard focused on one thing, uh, which I think my friends say I'm a little bit crazy like that, but it's just my personality. So (laughs) I like working across uh, lots of different things and, you know, staying busy, playing lots of different sports. And obviously football is one of them. Yeah, that experience in PR and media and marketing must really be helping you with Onyx as well, because it's one thing to build up a club from scratch. And it would be actually interesting to get into some of the obstacles and the challenges that you'd have to overcome with that. But it's it's one thing to build the clubs, build the resources, get the coaches, all that. But it's a whole nother thing to build the social media side of things and the marketing and the, the online presence to get people aware. That's why your expertise come in. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been very helpful to me so far, giving me some top tips for our social media channels. But yeah, obviously for me, it's, I, I bring my passion for my job into my passion for Onyx and, and building a community here. So I try my best with the social media, but of course I work full time. So sometimes you know, you know how long these things can take, yeah. but just showing little bits of what we are doing and what we are about is is what's important so we're trying a lot more with tiktok everybody tells me i need to get on tiktok so we've recently set up our tiktok page so you can follow us on xfc how many followers have you got now so it's live now it is live live and direct but um there's not too much on there so so don't judge us just (laughs) i think i'm at like 600 something yeah, yeah. 600 600k something thousand okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I'm excited to see the content come live I think TikTok's such a great platform to um, uh, to get into just because the organic reach is so so big and you guys are doing something special so you gotta get more and more people aware of it but like we talked about is the consistency you have to have posts going up every single day and I think that's 
another big thing about building anything big you need a team behind you right because if it's you doing everything or you guys have a team of four or five is it right there's now? four of us it's four yeah. of you guys right so yeah. you do need a team to to help build a vision yeah look we're only small we only yeah. started in 2021 so for us we are obviously focusing on growth but also the big focus for us is just making sure we get what we're doing right right now there's only four of us we're a very small team but we're female-led female-owned all our coaches are female so I try my best with the social media. I do think it could be a lot better, but hopefully we can get some of our younger girls to help me out with TikTok because I feel like a bit of a dinosaur. Yeah, I'm lost with it all as well. <laughs> I have no idea what to do. Yeah, we're leaning on this one massively, by the way, on that. <laughs> I was going to ask, just on the social media side of things, obviously I follow you guys, and one thing that popped up recently which caught my attention was a collaboration or a partnership with Aston Villa. Yeah. What was that? Yeah, that, what was that and how did that come about? So Aston Villa is actually my home club. So my family went absolutely mental when they found this out. Uh, So I'm from the Midlands and my family are big Aston Villa fans. So it was a really exciting thing for me personally. But they got in contact with us. Uh, They said, we're looking for a a women's club. Like we've seen what you're doing out in the UAE. It's fantastic. You know, the community that we're building, they were really impressed with it. And they have a campaign called Be the Inspiration. And they just said that uh, what we're doing fit really well with this campaign and raising the profile of sort of women's football and and doing that grassroots level. So they invited us along. Uh, we hosted a training session for some of their top players, and we did like a, sw- a shirt swap and we got to chat to all the players about what we're doing and invited some of the girls along to have a kick about and a crossbar challenge with um, with some of the players. So it was absolutely fantastic. That's and amazing. Yeah, they're a great club. They've got a, a fantastic setup. I know they focus a lot on women's uh, football yeah. this year. They've made some fantastic signings in Jordan Nobbs and a couple of other great players some as big well. Names, yeah. Yeah, so obviously what they're doing as, as a club in, in England is fantastic. And it was just very exciting for us to be just a small part involved in something they were doing. And yeah, my family went absolutely mental. So I can it was, imagine. Yeah, it was great for me personally. But uh, shout out to them and, and for their support for us as well. And all their encouragement was really... Could that be a, a collaboration that sees Onyx and maybe take a team across to train at Aston Villa potentially? Well, let's hope Aston Villa are listening right now and we can uh, 100% we can get let's that. get tagging. No, uh, you know, they, they were just a great club to work with. All the people that worked there were just so professional and really um, positive about what we were doing. So definitely there's a line of communication there and I'm sure we'll do something else with them again in the future. Do you remember some of the players who came out here? Yeah, so, well, we did our session with John McGinn, oh, Callum nice. Chambers. Um, oh, God, who else? I'm forgetting. Now. I can check the socials. <laughs> we'll check the social media. Uh, Ashley Young, obviously. And then there was a couple of younger players in there that they, they brought along. So Amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was great. And also Lauren, one of the co-founders, she's from Scotland. And obviously, I feel like Scottish people are very proud. Um, they love their country. And obviously, John McGinn. John McGinn, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Good rapport between them. Yeah, so they were like best friends straight away, which was brilliant. And uh, obviously, Aston Villa is my club. So it was just great to chat to the guys about, you know, what they do day in, day out and learn a bit from them as well. That's amazing how that came about as well. So they reached out to you. Yeah. Is that a message from Unai Emery or is that one of the players <laughs> who, who does get in touch? And how, is that an Instagram DM or? They contacted us through our website. Yeah. Which obviously I was very happy about because I do the website and I don't really know what I'm doing. So that was <laughs> that was a good thing. But yeah, just their internal team got in contact and then we obviously just met their team when they were here and just um, had a really great connection with them. And just being part of that Be The Inspiration campaign, which is really about inspiring everyone to get into football, which is yeah. what we're all about. It's just inspiring. Well, it aligns with your messaging 
completely doesn't it so exactly yeah and honestly we don't just do things for the sake of it if it was something just random you know we wouldn't have done it but it really aligned with us and and what we're all about so it was a great opportunity for us another social media thing that i saw pop up it was a little bit a while ago but you've got a collaboration with adidas i believe yes and it was a campaign obviously celebrating the fact that you know a lot of within football and even the word football i think in arabic kura i think is you know it's a feminine word by by gender so i thought that was a very clever way of you know spinning the, the football narrative and you know getting more females involved that way but i think adidas is a major coup from your side as well at onyx yeah so we always wanted to work from adidas, with adidas from the beginning so it's obviously fantastic now that we've got this collaboration with them and shout out to them to everything they do on the ground you know a lot of these big international brands they don't do things really here on the ground grassroots level in the uae whereas adidas do they put a lot of love and time into many different sports but specifically football so we're really grateful for our ongoing partnership with them obviously we love our kits uh, we've got a purple home kit which everybody just absolutely loves people are trying to buy more for their family members and we're actually running out of kit so oh, wow. um, that's a good problem to have exactly <laughs> it is, it's a great problem to have and yeah they've been a fantastic support to us and we've been involved with them in various campaigns we had the dubai marathon recently and a few of our girls uh, were involved running in that and they had a, a great setup there with adidas so yeah what, what they're doing on the ground is is brilliant and they again really align with us and our focus and and what we believe you know to be the right thing which is really pushing and growing the women's game which um, Adidas are really passionate about as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the uh, Budex Festival, FIFA Fan Festival, where it, it was so uh, during the month of the World Cup, and it was Golf United and, and Onyx who were doing it with Adidas. It was really cool. One of the days we had Kaka come down. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he came down, and we found out we're doing a 3v3. So it turns out Kaka picked two of the Onyx players, right? That was one team, and then we had our own Golf United team. I was part of that match. And who was it playing for Onyx? It, I, think I think it was Lauren, Lauren and Elise, if I Lise, remember. Right? Yeah. yeah. And you guys won. You oh, guys won. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, so it was a 3v3 against Kaka, and doing stuff like that is always, always super cool. You have some of the legends of the games uh, get involved. And um, that was like four weeks of activations, and it was really cool to also get the community involved um, during the World Cup month. Yeah, so obviously Kaka is a legend, so yeah. everybody was really excited that he was there and it was kind of an Onyx team with him as part of it and he was just such a nice guy, just really relatable, really humble and obviously you can just tell he's just an absolute baller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just Even just the way he walks, you're like, wow, you're a footballer. Uh, so the team, it, it was fantastic to see it and obviously getting the, the crowd involved, like you said, we got so many women coming in from, from the audience. Uh, we had... Uh, between the two games we would have like activations on the football pitch so it'd be like skills challenges football little mini football matches 3v3 and we had prizes giving away and it was just a fantastic atmosphere like for the full month and then obviously meeting these legends like Kaka it was just like wow like incredible so yeah we we hope there's going to be something similar for the yeah. women's world cup but let's see <laughs> so women's world cup this year that's that's big that's the big thing happening this year do you guys have anything in the works any any projects any activations leading up in the next couple of months 
So we'll be doing something as Onyx. Obviously for us, it's during the summer. So the yeah. summer months here are pretty hot. So we'll be doing some activations inside. And again, just more of the community aspect, getting people to come and give it a go. Maybe they've watched a World Cup game and they're inspired to, to take up football. So we'll be having something internally. And hopefully we'll see these global brands doing something here in the region as well. It's just a shame there's not been too many, you know, countries from this region yeah. who have um, got through this time. But hopefully this can be used as an inspiration for the, the following Women's World Cup. Who do you guys got for the World Cup? England, of course. England? It has to be. Yeah. Any, other, an an <laughs> any, any other answers hey, wrong? Hey, i got to represent Canada. Yeah, I mean, Canada is a strong women's team, so... We've got a good team. Let's see. I think it's going to be it's going to be really competitive. I think this is going to be the most competitive Women's World Cup we've seen, and uh, I'm excited to watch the action, but definitely it's got to be England. I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, traditionally, obviously, your France's, Brazil's will be up there. Yeah. Sweden, obviously, did very well Germany, in the, in the Euros. Germany, too, obviously. Right? Yeah. Um, Spain as well. I think it was it a, a female player who got um, Ballon d'Or for. Is the Ballon d'Or the same for females as well? What the, the female best player of the year? Yeah. I think that uh, that was a Spanish woman, wasn't it? From Barcelona, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, Pateas, I think Alexia. Yeah, she. I mean, she's an absolute legend as well, and she is a, a Spanish hero. So she's coming back from injury. So hopefully she will be in the next World Cup, and uh, we're excited to see it. But I think Spain will definitely be up there. That Barcelona squad are, are so strong and have dominated in the Women's Champions League as well. So I'm excited to see. Hopefully the Lionesses are going to do it. Though. Who's your favourite Lioness? Oh gosh, I always. I get confused because I changed my mind, <laughs> but I said this before, so I'm going to have to go with consistency. Lucy Bronze. Oh, hundred percent. If you asked me, I was going to say Lucy representing Bronze. the Northeast. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> she, I mean, she's just a solid player. I think yeah. she's she's played at the game now for so many years, and I mean, she's just so dependable. Again, she's playing for Barca now, so she's got that sort of Spanish football experience as well. So we'll see how that goes, but. There's a lot of good players and a lot of uh, inspiring players as well, which have done great things since the Euros. But for me, yeah, it's got to be Lucy Bronze. One thing I think has helped dramatically is the coverage, for example, of the WSL in England, the, the Premier League for, for female football. There's getting a lot more coverage. It's easily accessible. You see a lot of the stadiums are filling out or, or you know, are selling out, yeah. which is so good to see. I mean, and a, a recent example, Ben and I will know, uh, supporting Newcastle, their women's team are not at the you know upper echelons of a Aston Villa, for example, or Chelsea, or Arsenal, uh, teams like that. But they almost sold out St James's Park for a, for a cup game. I think it was uh, we had forty odd thousand people turn up for for one of our games because now there's a, a more of an affiliation with the women's side and the men's side. But that's the importance of it. You know, as soon as Newcastle there was a takeover with Saudi, they wanted to bring in the female side and bring that connection closer to it. And and you're seeing the the rewards for it. You're seeing. 40-odd thousand people turn up for a, for a women's game and, and long may that continue, to be honest. Yeah, it's fantastic to see this sort of encouragement and excitement for the game. And almost people are discovering it for the first time. They've big, been big football fans for years, but then they've seen, oh, actually, my the women's team is pretty decent. Maybe that's another, another team to watch on the weekend so that, you know, once you've watched your main sort of men's team, oh, actually, I've got another game to go and watch now. So... It's great to see that and hopefully we'll get to that stage somewhere here in, in the UAE. But just that inspiration to have there is, is brilliant. And to see these top clubs uh, clubs performing at that top level is, is great. By the way, for any youth player listening or any parent even listening who wants to get involved into Onyx FC, what's kind of the, the step one, two, three? What are the next steps that they can take to get involved? So we're pretty social. We're pretty contactable on every platform. So a lot of our inquiries come through social media. So we're onyxfc underscore on Instagram. 
But yeah, email, uh, call us and we're very receptive and we take each inquiry as sort of a personalised thing. So what are you looking for? What's your interests? What's your strengths, weaknesses and so on? Where's, where are you located, for example? So we'll just make sure that we offer the best service for you or your child, depending on, on what it is. But just get in contact with us. We're, we're a friendly bunch. Uh, we're happy to give advice. You know, even if we're not the right place for you, we're not the right club for you. We're happy to to share that advice of where you should go and where you should put your focus. But yeah, as I said before, we're very open to all all abilities. Um, that's from the girls level to the, the women's awesome. level. So just get in contact and we'll recommend the best program for you. That's awesome. So if you're listening right now and you want to get involved, whether you want to improve your skill, play at a high level, or you just want to have that social fun, and and get to know friends and stuff just get in touch shoot a message right now and get involved because it's something really cool to be a part of yeah thank you so much of course any other thoughts women's football no i'm just really happy that because obviously i said we're born and raised out here it's just the opportunities are growing for the girls game as well whether it's the social side of things which is growing but also you mentioned dubai sports council also starting new leagues as well which again opens up the door to more opportunities for at a competitive level yeah, so there's not been too many girls' leagues here in the last few years. There's been a few women's leagues that have started and, and unfortunately finished. So I think it is what we were saying before. It's that continuous push for the game here. The interest is there. We just need to connect with the right people. So it's great to see that Dubai Sports Council and the UAE FA are, are coming together to create a girls' league, which hopefully we're going to be a part of with some of our young girls as well. So anything like that that happens is is fantastic for the women's game and we of course we're welcoming sort of uh, women's clubs from that professional level over here so we're doing like warm weather training camps that type of thing so anything to bring excitement from other countries as well here obviously the UAE is a hub for sport uh, it's a hub for the Middle East and it's a great place for people to visit in general so to come here and, and play sport in the sunshine like why would you not want to do that so any sort of leagues and competitions uh, around the women's and the girls game is is Brilliant. I think that's a, a unique USP, a unique USP, a <laughs> USP um, from your side. If you're doing the warm weather training, by the way, for would that be exclusively for female teams coming out here from yeah. abroad? So our focus is on on female teams, but you know we can do any sort of sports team. But our focus at the moment is on women's football teams. So just bringing them here, just supporting them with perhaps rehab for indiv individual players, one on one training, coaching sessions, um, warm weather training camps. So we have a whole breadth of of what we're offering. But obviously our USP is is the female angle. I don't think anybody's really doing it or not doing it with females at a focus. So that's where we're focusing our energy. Amazing. Amazing. By the way, the, the warm weather, that's a, that's a big factor for any player who is getting ready for their season. You want to be training in that warm weather. And I'm sure you have a lot of coaches who are going to be pushing you in that Dubai heat. So, yeah. I mean, it's sometimes, especially if you're in the summer, it's like running in a sauna. So yeah. I don't know if that's that. It's definitely intense training. Um, but yeah, of course, like working out in the sunshine, I just think it gives you that added sort of happiness and yeah. happiness levels. So bringing that uh, excitement and happiness to the sport. Well, for me, anytime like I would go into season, I would make sure the, the coming weeks before that um, trial date, I'm always training in the heat and I'm training with players who are going to push me. And then at the same time, just training in the sun, like you enjoy the game so much more. So I think it's a perfect way for any player to get their training in, in preparation for any upcoming season. Yeah, for sure. And uh, we're welcoming to everyone, as we said. So hopefully seeing some more teams coming over in the next few years. Does Golf United have any ambitions for a women's team? I'm just thinking Onyx needs some competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually not too sure. I think something is in the works in the coming years. So 
you guys better be on the lookout. There might be a a rivalry happening. Yeah, we're on our toes. Don't worry. We're ready to go. No, for us, we support any growth of the women's game here. That's what we're really passionate about. So, you know, we don't want too much competition, but of course, anything that can help grow the women's game, we're here for. And, you know, we know what we're good at and we know what we're all about. So we're on our toes and, and ready for the big, the big competition. Amazing. Georgia, thank you so much for joining us and uh, sharing the amazing impact and vision that you guys have with Onyx FC. For anybody listening, shoot that message right now. Get involved, whether you're a player, you're a coach. Uh, there's so many different ways to get involved in the women's game. And with the Women's World Cup happening this year, it's the perfect time to step in. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Check out the So Close So Far podcast on YouTube. You can watch us there on Apple and Spotify. You can listen to us. Drop a like on this video. Comment who you want to see next. And Georgia, thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you so much, guys.